You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. The Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network is brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Bringing you the best GPS mapping software directly to your smartphone or desktop, Onyx offers you the ability to see property boundaries, mark waypoints, track your location, and so much more. Visit onyxmaps.com or you can download it directly from your app store today. Save 20% off of your purchase by using the code NATION20 at checkout. That's capital N NATION followed by the number 20. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 62. Today, me and Drew are sitting We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you the State of the Hunting Union Address. Here are your hosts, Parker McDonald and Drew Robbins. Welcome back to the Southern Ground hunting podcast this is let's see february 10th is the last day of the season in mm-hmm. alabama yep today is what january the 13th 14th 14th tuesday january 14th so we got about three or four more episodes of hunting season episodes now most guys who are probably listening to this in other states are done a lot of them mm-hmm. i'm trying to think mississippi's still going on Mississippi's still going on louisiana yeah, Georgia's over. I think. I think there's an yeah. extended, like an some type of extended season in Georgia. Yeah, uh, the Carolinas are over, except for some. Um, I think some uh, urban stuff. You Tennessee's know. definitely over. Tennessee is. Yeah, they 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 were over. I think the first, and then they had a uh, some doe days. Mm-hmm. You know, um, man, can you believe that, man? Gosh. I know. I, it's I, almost over. I know, and I I still got to fill all my tags, so. On my buck tag, man. Anyway. I was hoping we'd get here today, and you'd surprise me on the air. Man, it was. I'll be honest. I didn't hunt hardly at all over Christmas. We really? we we had we had um, things go down there at the church with Christmas Eve and did different stuff like that. And then we had family, you know. Yeah. And then we, we actually went out of town um, for a for a uh, about seven days, and so I was I was, I was out of town. Did you go to South Carolina or North Carolina? Uh, yeah. So we, Which we one? um North North Carolina North Carolina North Carolina and so, so um no just uh, parents rented a cabin we just went up and hung out and so it was, it was awesome man just just relaxed and then came back and came back to I mean it's rained every day since I mean since yeah, I've been back lot, I mean it's dude. been it's rained a lot here dude so a lot I have a lot of respect for people like you let me tell you why because <laughs> if I had three buck tags in my pocket and. We went out of town. There would be no relaxing. Like, my heart would be just broken the whole time because I would be looking at Facebook and looking at all these bucks dying. 
Like I have a lot of respect for you. I can't, man. If, if well, I'm there, good right now, but there there wasn't a whole lot of bucks killed though. Like at least what I saw on social media, and maybe you have different friends than I do, but like, I the the weather just got nasty, but then it got warm. Like it's it's been warm. Yeah, and it has. it's 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 been really the weather's. I don't know. It's bipolar right now, but it's it's so it's it's not good deer hunting. Another weather. polar about. It. I mean, no, there's it's, <laughs> it's it's just up and down. But my pops down there in Florida killed his biggest deer of his life. Really, I didn't know about this. Yeah, let me see a picture of that. Good lord. Yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, you can. I mean, you're talking about a what 120 inch. I, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I'm. It just it depends. Looks like he's got a lot of mass. It does. It's like real tight. Yeah, guys. For for those who aren't looking at the picture because you're on podcast and we're not videoing it, um, um, my dad has a um, lease down down in the Panhandle, um, uh, about a mile from the beach, and um, he uh, he killed the biggest deer of his life there last last week. And was so he chasing does. He was chasing a doe actually. He was, he was sitting on a clear cut and was chasing a doe and. Um, uh, it, it started running right at him. Dad got so excited, he shot him running right at him, hit him in the neck, and rolled him up in the so middle of the road. He was sitting in that right there? He was. There's a shooting house or a tripod or something. Yeah, it's a shooting there. house. And shot him in the neck, running right towards him, and just rolled him up. That's a good buck. Yeah, I man. He's jacked up, wasn't he? Oh, he, when, when, when I called, or when, whenever he called me, he could, he could only say, oh, my God, I killed him. Oh, my God, I killed him. Did oh, he have pictures of this buck or anything? Yeah, like we that? actually had pictures the last two years. This is the first time we've seen him on the hoof ever um and he only comes around for like two weeks yeah and for for two or three years dad's had pictures of him but it's only been for two weeks during the rut or whenever the rut is down there and it's only if he catches a hot doe and it just happened to be for those who don't know <laughs> the panhandle florida is not really known as a rut hot spot <laughs> and so yeah, it's, uh, not a, it's not a sleeper state no it's not a sleeper state you um, haven't heard of it because it's not good yeah exactly <laughs> and and so um walter lee can attest to that um, and so, uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, shooting 60 pound does yeah. out of pine trees. And so, but it's cool. I'm not going to say anything. And so, because hey, I'm shooting 40 pound I does. I wish I could tree. shoot a 60 pound doe out of a, a pine tree right now. And so, but uh, Chase and Tails, Outdoors Podcast. Um, and so, we won't talk about how many Chase killed. We'll, we'll just leave that, you know. Dude, that joker's racking them up, man. We're talking about Florida not being a good state, but man, Chase has been just crushing it. Crushing it. Crushing it, killing y'all, those. Hey, if y'all haven't listened to the Chasing Tales Outdoors podcast by now, you should. Um, those are some really good friends of ours. Uh, I'd say I talk to Walter probably every day. I was talking to him when you walked in the house today. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of um, like a bromance, actually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of like him. I think he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, good dude. The funny thing is, I, I, neither one of us really cared for each other there's a there's an aspect of when you, somebody comes on the scene and starts doing the same thing you're doing you kind of just don't want to like them you know <laughs> just because you're like <laughs> there's, competition. there's a competition you know and <laughs> Which we're gonna uh, talk about that today yeah actually. we're gonna talk about that today because um today let, let's just go ahead your dad killed a big buck that's killed cool. a big buck awesome. chase killed another big buck another that's big his buck. fourth yeah Good and I, I don't know if he was chasing. I, I don't know where Chase hunts in in Florida. Yeah. I think it's towards the Panhandle, you know, north. Yeah. Um, and uh, but then I also got some um, a buddy of mine in uh, Fayette County killed a, a real nice one. Really. And then I'm hearing in Southeast Alabama, they're really starting to turn on. Oh yeah. And so yeah, it's getting good down there. Mm-hmm. And 
I really, I would like to, and I might, mm-hmm. I might try to talk the wife into it. Um, I haven't hunted in about two and a half weeks, which is really uncharacteristic for you. Uh, yeah, it's out of character for me. I, but like I've had, I'm happy with my season. Here's the deal. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm jacked about my season. So I'm like, we went hog hunting in Texas. I killed mm-hmm. a couple hogs, killed three bucks this year. One in Kentucky, two in Alabama. Though, yeah. I've had a good season. So I'm not like. There's not just a ton of pressure on me no. to go out and kill another buck. But let me tell you this. Um, state of Alabama only allows you to kill does on doe days with mm-hmm. a rifle. Or you can shoot one every day with a bow. With a bow, yeah. Um, my thing is, is I'm hesitant to take a bow out to kill a doe. Because what if that big buck walks out at 80 yards and I could tag out? But here's the problem that I'm at right now. That's when you just elevate it a little bit and, top, yeah. and bottom pin it and let it fly. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I, my wife asked me to get some deer meat out of the freezer mm-hmm. the other day. And she cooks a lot with the ground mm-hmm. deer meat. And uh, she asked me to get some out. I'll get to looking. I pull one out. Well, that's sausage. Pull another one out. That's not sausage again. Dude, we're out of freaking ground hamburger, like yeah. hamburger meat, yeah. deer, whatever, ground deer meat. And uh, kind of my heart hurt because I've killed enough deer that we should be okay, but I give a lot of it away mm-hmm. um, because I'm like, oh, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We have plenty. Yeah. We're good. Well, dude, we're out. Yeah. Straight up out. I've got some steaks. I've got some back straps, some roasts and stuff. So we got mm-hmm. meat, but I'm out of deer meat. I've got, a, I've got uh, two deer frozen mm-hmm. that were just quartered. That yeah. I plan on going. You got that big grinder. Yep, got the big grinder. Plan on going after the season to to grind, grind some up. up. But like, I gotta kill another deer. Yeah. That ain't gonna last. Yeah, I actually thought about just because I'm 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 at the point where I'm just I'm frustrated with the season just because I've seen a couple bucks, but every year up to now I've seen a, a big buck that I either killed or missed. You know, and so um, but I haven't seen that. And so I'm just like. I'm I'm about at the point where I'm like, man, I'm just gonna put the rifle up and grab the bow and just go for it, you <laughs> go know. Slay some and just just I mean, and but I mean, just anything, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Just trying to change the luck up, you know. Um, and so that's, but I, I don't know. But you, but just like you, you know, I because I did that one time. I was like, it's the middle or end of rifle season, hadn't killed nothing, and I'm like, I'm just gonna take the bow. And sure enough, I take the bow and a really nice seven point. This was in Florida, a really nice seven point stepped out at 75 yards. And I did. I elevated my bottom pin, and I turned it loose, and I hit right underneath them. Really? Oh, yeah. And But, hey, it is what it is. It happens. It happens. It you happens. Learn from your mistakes. It happens. Um, just FYI, guys, here in North Alabama, um, Wednesday, shower and thunderstorms. Then it drops down Thursday, Friday. Ooh, Saturday, y'all. Ooh, Saturday, Sunday. Golly. Cold front blows in. Yep. Starting um, – Saturday, the low's 29. Sunday, the low's 22. Monday, the low's 17. Monday? Mm-hmm. Well, Monday looking pretty Monday good. Monday looking pretty good. And so, guys, if you know, if you guys, you've got a little bit of extra time off or got new time off since the calendar year rolled over, yep. you know. I got some still that I got to burn mm-hmm. before March. Or yep. It's going to be gone. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. So, let's talk about this because this is, this, is a, this is a good segue into, into our conversation. So, a lot of you guys know. Um, if you have, if you've been listening or following along on social media or anything like that, I went to my first ATA show mm-hmm. this week and, uh, or this, this past weekend and Dan Johnson, nine finger chronicles, sportsman's nation, um, invited me to go and, uh, and do some stuff for him, which for, is where the YouTube, 
That's that's Sportsman's Nation. That's that's your that's, that's YouTube that's channel. That's YouTube yeah. channel of Sportsman's Nation. I try to do as much stuff with Sportsman's right. Nation as I as possible because it's it's a it's genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan is doing an incredible job with the Sportsman's Nation. Got a great Nation. podcast too. Great podcast, good podcasts on the Sportsman right. Sportsman's Nation channel. I'm not telling you guys probably anything most of you right. don't know because uh, you're listening to this, but um, him and Bob Polanik, who is Hybrid Outdoors, he is uh, uh, co-hosting the Hunting Gear mm-hmm. podcast with Dan, and he also does some writing, and he does some right. videos and stuff as well. Western he, guy, right? Uh, Michigan. Michigan guy. He's from Michigan, and he does a lot of like elk hunts, yeah. steelhead videos. He yeah. does a lot of steelhead fishing videos. It's a good stuff. podcast. It is. Super good dude, man. Mm-hmm. Like Bob is just, this is the first time I got to meet him in person. So we went up there, man, and we had a, we had a blast. It was a good time. Um, I went in though with this goal of like shooting a lot of videos. So this year apparently was the first year that the media, which is like podcasters, YouTubers, stuff mm-hmm. like that, press basically, wasn't allowed to come for the first day, which was Thursday. And Dan got us in. Mm-hmm. He got us passes because he had he had some podcasts that he had already scheduled. They gave him so we all three got passes. So which I, is the only way you can get into ATA. Right. Yeah. This it's is not, not open like to a public. Yeah. There's. I. I saw a lot of questions about that mm-hmm. on social media. Guys were like, "Man, can I, can I go next year?" And like, I can't go mm-hmm. unless you have a pass. So the, it, it's it's invite only, guys. You know. So we I mean, probably get you in. Yeah. I don't. I don't really want to go. I mean, you know. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> hey, I, well, I didn't want to go anyway. So. I just really I'd don't. Rather sit here. I, but, I would. I would. Um. But so I had this. I mean, I was posting on Facebook and stuff, mm-hmm. and on Instagram, like, "Hey, let me know you what you want to see, and uh, and we'll try to get some stuff out there for you and some reviews and things like that." And and I got there, man, and my expectation, I wanted I wanted it to exceed my expectation, right? right? Like I knew that it was probably going to be this way, but it was just different. Mm-hmm. It was different in that it was hunting related. A lot of the products were great, but uh, I, at one point, I texted Greg Godfrey, and I was like, "These aren't my people," mm-hmm. you know, because it was there was a lot of the just the gimmicky stuff. Um, but the one thing that there was a concentration on, and and I think we're all guilty of this, the concentration was on big bucks mm-hmm. everywhere. This is going to kill big bucks. This is how you do this to kill big bucks. Big bucks, this, big bucks, that, big bucks everywhere. Right. Like nobody is nobody over there is putting out, uh, you know, a. Uh, European mount of a right spike right to get people to come to their booth. No. You know what I mean? No. And, and we've all we're all guilty of that. I think everybody likes to kill big bucks. Um, but that's the one thing I noted. I noticed a lot of thing. A lot of the stuff was like real gimmicky and not really anything that I cared for. Right. Um, most I would say most of the things were kind of gimmicky. Mm-hmm. There was some gems right in there, and I did a lot of stuff on the tethered phantom right saddle, which is. Out of this world, good. Have you sitting? Have I let you sit in mine yet? Mm-mm. I'll let you sit in it when when we get done with Not this because I have it. It's insanely comfortable, um, and the show reflected that because everybody was at the tethered booth the well, whole time. It got best in show. Hmm. Third, 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 got third, uh, third in show, best in show, and a lot of that's because saddle hunting is new to the ATA. Like, yeah. They have ne- tethered's never been at the ATA. They went just to hang out last time, do some meetings and stuff. But right. this time they were they actually had a booth and it was packed. Every time you walk by it, yeah, people there. Yeah, 
But overall, <laughs> overall, it, it you it would was, say it's it was underwhelming. It was underwhelming. Um, but here's here's something that was cool, and it and it is really what sparked this this podcast <laughs> in the first place. I went to a um, a social. It was like a social media summit. Mm-hmm. I think it was it was hosted by Aaron Warbritton from the Hunting Public. Yeah, and it was in a small like convention center room. Um, probably could seat. 100 people in there maybe maybe less than that um but i would say in there was probably 75 ish people in the room for this and uh and what i thought i was going to was how to how to do social media better Mm -hmm. in the hunting industry that's what we thought i think that's what a lot of people thought it was right it's like how do you how do you do social and obviously the hunting public does a killer job right of all social media. So I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do that. That sounds cool. I'll, right. I'll go sit in that for a couple hours. Well, it ended up, it was a social media mm-hmm. summit. So like in social, it was like, to me, that meant more like social. Like we're talking. Right. Like cause right. that's how it ended up. Like we're all discussing. It's a discussion. And uh, Aaron opens it up, says, hey, this isn't going to be all happy and rainbows and butterflies, whatever. He's like, there's a big issue. Mm -hmm. um, And that is the hunting culture. It's not good. It's not great. Wow. And um, he said, you guys are all here because you probably noticed that. And I'm like, I'm here because I thought we were talking about something else. But But I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here because I agree with him. Um, And he's talking about hunter recruitments down, um, you know, everything is focused on big bucks and not the experience. And, um, how are we going to get new people into hunting? And every, everybody's just talking about blood. Like people are showing blood on all their pictures and there's a, there's just a, it, it leaves you desiring more, right? right? Like right. more from this industry. And, um, there was a couple of really good things that came out of this, thing and it was a challenge to me mm-hmm. because i feel like um i have not done everything i possibly can do to bring more people into the hunting world into the hunting so you community. felt you could say you felt convicted mm-hmm. leaving that not not ata but leaving that discussion i felt convicted i felt inspired and also felt encouraged yeah and and let me let me tell you where my conviction was. My conviction was, um, especially this season. A lot of our listeners are going to remember. I, we did a episode that's called "Should Parker Stop Shooting Small Bucks?" And and Which I made probably my favorite. <laughs> I made a conscious decision to mm-hmm. not shoot small bucks this year, and or or try to. At that point in the season, mm-hmm. I let a lot of bucks walk. I shot a small buck in Kentucky, but that was after. Um, right. That that was before the conversation. Um, but I did, I let, I let a lot of, a lot of small bucks walk and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that I regret it at all. Mm-hmm. It's been great. I've had a good season and I've been able to see a lot of deer just because I didn't shoot the first bucks that, right. that came out, you know, or whatever. Um, and, and I've, I've done that periodically throughout right. my hunting life. It's not like I've always just been a brown that's down. Um, but I tried to make my chances of shooting bigger bucks this year greater. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. so I let a lot of bucks that normally I would have shot, I let them walk. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which is a great thing. A lot of people do that, man. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. But here's what I know. Here's I know that I am excited about any deer that I shoot. Mm-hmm. I have never not been excited mm-hmm. about a deer that I have shot. Like excited, like this is the best feeling in in the world. Yeah. Excited, whether it's been a spike or whether it's a hundred and thirty inch buck. You know, yeah. they're all. Most of the emotion is the same. Yeah. You know, and now I, I like shooting big bucks. Everybody likes shooting big bucks. Right. But um, one of the, the, the thing that kind of is always going to be true is it's not about the big bucks. It's never what, what it's been about. Not for me. Not for you. Not mm. for a lot of guys listening to this podcast. At some point in your hunting life, it changed to focusing on big bucks but it probably hasn't always been focused on on that now imagine you're a 18 year old kid Mm -hmm. and you've never hunted you want to get into hunting and but the majority of the exposure that you have in hunting let's say you don't have an actual mentor right like in the flesh right all you have to mentor you is what you're finding on tv on youtube whatever which is how I mean, even if you just think about it in just regular terms, like if you want to change something on your car, mm-hmm. you go to YouTube and say, okay, exactly. this is how I change this. This is how I change the oil. This is how I change a tire. This is how I do anything. You go to YouTube. Okay. Even even companies use that. Yeah. That if, if you get something from, um, for like a computer or something, and they're like, hey, go to our customer support, which is YouTube pull up this video and it'll tell you how, how to do it. So it's the second highest search engine mm-hmm. by yeah. Google. Right. Like, yeah. So people are, that's what, that's what I go to for everything. Right. How to do this. Same to thing, do man. Same thing. So if, if you have an 18 year old kid <coughs> that maybe his dad didn't hunt, don't have a dad in the home, doesn't have a grandfather that that's, that's in the hunting, just an 18 year old guy that his buddies at school say, Hey man, we're going deer hunting this weekend. He never been, but wanted to go with the guys. He's going to go to YouTube. And what's YouTube pushing him? Big bucks. Exactly. That you're not successful unless you are killing big bucks. Right. So I know a lot of people, even personally in my life, that have, um, that I've that I've met that are like they go out, they go hunt. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, I saw like a four point. They've never shot deer. They've mm-hmm. never shot a deer. This is their first time going out. I'm like, shoot the four point. Shoot him. Shoot him and learn what this is. Like you've got to start. I'm not like, please, guys, hear me out. I'm not saying that a, a guy shouldn't, you know, let deer walk. Right. If that's what you want to do, like, go do it. Like, yes. That's what I wanted to do this year, and that's what I did. Um, but I will not let a four point walk. If he yeah. if he comes out tomorrow, he is getting shot. Yeah, because one deer meat. Because yep. two, it's so much fun. It's just fun, and it's legal. Mm-hmm. And guys, go. I'm. We're not going to rehash that whole podcast because that was a really good one. You need to go listen to it. It covers all that stuff there, okay? Um, but it's just talking about the current climate of the hunting industry, the hunting culture, you know, yeah. and um, which is pushing a lot of, just like you said, it's all about inches and all about antlers and it's all about size and everything like that. And it's it's like, okay, yeah, you had those guys that I, I had buddies growing up that the first deer was an 11 point, a 10 yeah. point. You know, and it's and like a that's, lot of those guys that I know that are that way. They they don't hunt anymore. Mm, no, no, it didn't mean anything. No, mine, mine, mine was a doe sitting on a bucket, which we talked about that. You know, and so, but yeah. dude, the same feeling I got when I was 
10 years old. It's the same feeling I get now when I kill a doe, when, when I kill a spike, when I kill an eight point, a 10 point. And guys, it's, it's that thing where if you're looking for antlers and you're looking for the, the big deer and the inches to be fulfilled, it's not going to happen. It's the same with money. If, if you look to money to fulfill you, it's never going to happen. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just never going to happen. And then, but then you look at like a grandfather that's, you know, been in the hunting industry and hunted for all his life. He don't care right now if he goes out and kills a 130 inch buck. What he wants to do is look at his grandkids, take his grandkids along and have them kill a deer. Almost always, man, when you see the people that have invested in, in a kid, they never regret it. Ever. Like, like, Ever. I, and that was one of the points I think that was talked about. I have never taken somebody for the first time and thought, man, I wish I would have freaking taken them. Mm-hmm. I've never thought that. Mm-mm. Like it is, it is up to, so us as content creators, mm-hmm. right? Like, like you said, YouTube is is a is the second highest, most popular 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 search engine on the internet. Um, we have a responsibility to to create the content that mm-hmm. the, that is going to help push these people right. in the right direction. How to gut a deer, how to skin a deer, how to cook, how to blah blah blah. Insert mm-hmm. whatever, whatever here. Um, so we have that responsibility, and um, but the people, you guys listening to this, you have the responsibility. Chances are, if you are listening to a, a hunting podcast, you're you're in it, like you're yeah. into this sport, yeah. like you're on, diehard on some level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, may, maybe you're just a weekend guy that grinds it out, which is majority of people, right? You know, um, but you would consider yourself. You would to be consider a, a yourself, yeah, deer hunter, yeah. In the sense of like, if you got some downtime at the house. You got maps pulled up. You got a you got a forum pulled up. You're listening to another podcast, mm-hmm. another YouTube video about hunting. There's not anybody that I know of other than my mother that listens to this podcast and is not a deer hunter. Yeah, Ever, most I have never heard it from anybody other than my mom. My mm-hmm. mom listens to it because she supports me. <laughs> but um, shout out to mom. Yeah, shout out to mom. <laughs> um, but most most of you guys listen to this, and most of you have probably had opportunities to take people with you, and and it, it's our responsibility. This is this is this whole podcast is about how how to change the culture mm-hmm. of of the hunting world, how to change the hunting culture. Yeah, and um, and that's a big part of it. The QDMA guys were talking about this, and um, and it was such a they they had a lot of really good mm-hmm. things to say. I actually got to meet Lindsey Thomas Jr. Oh, cool! And uh, dude was awesome. Brian Grossman, who is uh, he works for the QDMA, but he also hosts the Georgia Field podcast. Okay. And uh, I got to hang out with him for a pretty good amount of time, and he was in this conversation. Um, but there was there was a lot of guys that were in the QDMA that were talking about this and what they do um, for their hunter recruitment. So you think about QDMA, mm-hmm. Drew. I'm going to kind of just shortly, when you think QDMA, what do you think of? I mean, I think quality deer management, that's what it means. I think conservation. Conservation. That's that's that, that's the that's first good. thought that when I hear QDMA, I think conservation. Yeah. And if you know about QDMA. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like, that, you know, gr- yeah. growing up in the hunting industry, you you kind of heard that, you know. Um but but what the thing that a lot of the thing that I think of when I think about a a, a county so a lot of Georgia where I used to live mm-hmm. they have QDM counties mm-hmm. and that's antler restriction right. county so you think big bucks you right. know trying to grow big bucks right um it's not true it's not it's not it's not what is true about 
QDMA, like conservation is the truth. Right. And they were talking about what they do for their um, hunter recruitment is they actually take people with crossbows mm-hmm. to and and there's not really a whole lot of a standard unless you know unless it's the law. Yeah. There's not a standard. They want to see people get into it and. The thing that they know is, is that a crossbow is a whole lot easier mm-hmm. than a bow. And uh, so many people think of, I saw a freaking meme today that was downing crossbow hunters. And, and that, that's, that's a problem. But the, what they, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Um, but one of the things that they, that they do is they take new hunters out mm-hmm. and they take them out with the crossbow. And what they said was, is when people, after this point mm-hmm. you know that after they go on this hunt they they do a lot of follow-up with these yeah. with these people and see how how they're doing since and what they find is a lot of people have bought a rifle mm-hmm. a lot of people have went out and said yeah i like i love this i'm gonna right. go i'm gonna go buy right a deer rifle so what they do is they set them up with a good experience mm-hmm. to start like at the very top and they see success and then i mean that's when yeah which they get into it just just a thought on that our question about it do they set them up with a crossbow and like box blinds, shooting houses. I mean, I think it's relatively easy. Yeah. Like not not strenuous. I doubt they're getting up there no. with a saddle no. or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And and I know sometimes guys, especially because you know we're um, we've been very public about, especially you you you've been in saddle for two years now. It's my mm-hmm. first season. Um, we've been very vocal that you know we try to hunt mobile as much as possible. Um, but. I think that gets a bad rap sometimes too because it's like, oh, it's mobile or bust, or it's mobile or anything. Man, we get so caught up. We in, get so caught in up in it, and and how how it's gonna like oh, we could be out yeah. chasing that big buck. Okay, in full disclosure, last week I took my little man. We had an hour till um, uh, till uh, dark. I had him in the truck with me. His mama and his sister were in in Coleman doing some shopping for food because we need food. You know, and so because I can't kill a deer, and so, um, uh, so buddy of mine has a food plot, and on that food plot he has a redneck blind on it, and so he's like, man, he goes, I'm seeing deer all the time there. Go hunt it. Briar, who's who's my little boy, he's never seen a deer from the um, deer stand. I took him hunting a couple times, but we didn't see anything. So I was like, okay, cool. So we're we're walking in. Right, he's got his BB gun. He's got his boots on. All this stuff. Where he's stomping in the mud puddles and everything. And from where I parked to the stand, literally was only twenty five yards. <laughs> and so, um, and so we're 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 walking in, and I look up, and there's three does standing underneath that shooting house. He can't see him because the brush and everything. And I'm like, I'm like, buddy, there's some deer. And he's like, where? You know, and they're all like, look at the deer looking at us. They didn't have a clue what was going on. Anyway, we climb up in this redneck blind, which is super nice. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. I didn't feel guilty about it. No. Man. I'm not going to feel guilty about it because I had my little man with me. Even though I didn't have my little man with me. If I want to hunt in, a, in a, 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 a shooting house or a 15-foot ladder stand or in a climber, if I want to hunt on the ground, which I love to do just about more than anything, like where – where is it that someone can say, "Oh, well, that you're you're not truly hunting," which goes back to the crossbow thing. If you if it's a crossbow, it's not truly hunting. It's legal. Yeah. Like hunt how you want to hunt. But little man sat up there with me, and we saw three does. First time he'd ever seen deer in a tree stand. You know where we actually went to hunt that. We'd mm-hmm. seen them on the side of the road, of course. And you never know that could be the. He the, loved it. That could be the moment that 
sticks with him forever oh, and, it, it, create, and turns him to us when he's older. If he asked me one time, he asked me 50 times if we could shoot him. Mm-hmm. And you know, might know, buddy, we you know we can't shoot him right now. He goes, why not? You know, and he wanted to pull out his BB gun, try to shoot at him, <laughs> feel like 150 yards away. I'm like, you know, but and just by chance, if you were to let him shoot it with a BB gun, it, it would hit it, it hit it and kill it and, 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 die. and die, and then you break the law and lose my job <laughs> as a pastor. You know, so like, you know, so but it's it's him seeing that, and at three years old, he had a moment in the woods with his dad. He'll he'll remember. He's talked about it ever. He he. We got home. He bragged about it to his sister. He goes, "Me and Daddy saw three deer," you know, and and then his sister's like, "Well, why didn't I get invited?" I'm like, "Oh gosh," you know. But you know, it's if you, if it's, you look when people when guys ask how old's how old's too young or how old should they be when I take them out, go put that on on social media, and you're going to get a lot of answers. But most people are going to say, like probably seven or eight yeah. it's gonna be older yeah. you know but that doesn't make any sense but here, here's the reason why in my opinion because we look at it as well my three-year-old ruined my hunt mm-hmm. and if you look at it that way in my humble opinion in drew's opinion i'm not speaking for parker i'm speaking for drew in my humble opinion that is why we're failing because you ruined my hunt mm-hmm or if I take my three or four or five seven year old, then it then then it ruins my hunt. Or man, I you know I I've, I've even heard this because kids start hunting with their fathers, and their fathers like, well, I don't, I don't get to kill a deer for ten years now. Yeah. Oh, that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. It's not which a- which then comes back to why are you doing this? Yeah. Which is what you you know were essentially asking <laughs> or convicted of okay why like well it's what it's it was my observation yeah. just from being there is that i think a lot of people have those moments that mm-hmm. hook them that those experiences that hook them yet we're not sharing the experiences we're sharing bone yeah you know? we're, we're sharing a big buck we're sharing a big buck or um or only the or only the successes yeah you know only um only the things of you know I loved it whenever you, um, you know, you posted that video about your dad missing, you know, <laughs> shooting the shooting the limb or the tree that fell over, the video, you know. The okay, video came what was he shooting at? He, he was shooting at a small buck. Yeah, at a spike. But man, you're gonna the, talk about that. The man's fifty six, I think, fifty five or fifty six, and you will and, talk about that at Thanksgiving from now on. Oh yeah. I mean, you it know, it's an experience. It's an dude. experience, and and that's why for me, every. Every case is different. Like mm-hmm. if I go out, I'm telling you this right now. If if me and my little girl, who's two, mm-hmm. if we go out and go walking around and I jump up a spike, that joker's going to die. It's blasted. Yeah, because yeah. I want that experience for yeah. her. She'll remember that forever, and I want that. At that point, it has and and like if it's a spike or a 150 inch buck, I don't care. Like right. it, it would be the same. Yeah. I would be so excited. Um, and, and I agree with you. I think that's where we're failing. The hunter recruitment is down because I think it's down because we're more hardcore than ever. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's not about deer camp and right. And going and spending time with, with, you know, dad and grandpa anymore yeah. around a campfire. It's about, we got to grind. Yeah, got to uh, grind. The public land guys are like, we got to grind. The other guys are like, we got to kill this big buck named Peanut that we had on trail camera for three years yeah. or whatever. And if I take my two year old, then then he's gonna then be I won't gone kill forever. it forever. I won't kill him. Yeah. 
and that's just not what it's about. And, and I can only speak from my personal experiences. Right. But, right. But my first my first time ever going hunting, we went to a very target rich environment in the hill country of Texas, mm-hmm. and my dad killed a spike my first time ever sitting with him. Yeah. It was his first deer too. So yeah. so we had that, and that's why I'm hooked, man. That's why I'm in it. That's why I do this. Yeah. Like obviously I evolved mm-hmm. over time, but man, like that moment to now. Like I can directly say that's where it came from, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think a lot of guys and and I'm not trying to I know a lot of people listen to this are like agreeing with all this and mm-hmm. they're doing this and thank you to you right yeah. um but but some of the guys listening to this are, are probably maybe have turned it off by now turn it and, back on <laughs> yeah turn it back on to you guys I would I just want to challenge you if you want to see this sport exist man take somebody. You yeah. got to take somebody, take your kids, take an adult, take somebody who's never been. That's where more I got convicted of mm-hmm. is that, you know, like I, I don't always take adults because mm-hmm. I do have that mindset of like, well, if I take them, I don't have a whole lot of places to go where we can just burn a hunt. You right. know what I mean? That's going to be like, we're going to go into one of my spots and we're going to burn the area. Right. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. and so I, I've been challenged, you know, to, to do that. But also I've been challenged to. Um, not challenged necessarily. I told you I was convicted, inspired, and encouraged. encouraged. Right. I was encouraged because I feel like Southern Ground is doing a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't. I, I did not feel like he was when Aaron Warbritton was talking. I did not feel like he was talking at me. Right. And, and a lot of that's because you know, I mean, there's nothing to talk to me at talk right. at me for right. in this because you know I, I feel like we've done a a pretty good job of sharing mm-hmm. our experiences over uh, more so than big buck, right. you know, than pushing numbers or right. inches or anything like that. We, right. we really try hard to push the experience is what it's all about. Um, but I was inspired and, mm-hmm. and, and, and pushed to do even better yeah. at that and to talk about it more. Uh, the thing I have not done a great job of is, um, with the podcast especially is talking about talking to some of these organizations like QDMA Mm -hmm. and, and having them on the show and Mm -hmm. talking about what they're doing, just share what they're doing and maybe, maybe take away some of the misconceptions that guys all over the South have about what they do because man, what they do is excellent. It's incredible. To go along with that, um, I know you you talked to it's, – it's really cool how this is all lining up, actually, because um, last week I actually sent a letter or sent an email to the NWTF. Um, I can't remember his name. His first name's Justin, um, but he – Bobo? No. Um, it's, okay, he's – I can I can pull it up here in a little bit. Um, it's, his name's really not not important, but he is he is the guy that is over hunter recruitment and retention, and um, and and so uh, what what we're wanting to do, and because one of the things about me, guys, I don't like to bring a problem with at least some type of solution, you know, or at least yeah. admitting to someone, okay, I'm going to bring you a problem. I don't know the answer to this. Can we collab on this and come up with a solution to this? Okay, and so. If we know a problem is is hunter recruitment and retention, okay, so we need to be working on a solution to that. So one of the things um, that that we're looking at doing, just with um, in in our area, is um, um, putting on a uh, a hosting a um, hunter safety course 
to where we open it up to the community. At your church? At, yeah, at our, at our church. And um, having a hunter safety course to where we it's it's free of charge. Was that That's actually, that's what's really cool too. I thought there was going to be a cost involved in that. If 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 you call QDMA, well, I can't speak for QDMA, but for the, the NWTF, if you call them and you get something scheduled, okay, they will come out um, – the 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 course is free. So someone, if you showed up for your hunter education course at, at at a host site, it's free. You can get it online, but it there there's a cost if it's online because online it's a little bit easier. Um, for you know, so that's cool. It's still not expensive. It's like thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you if you go somewhere, if you go to a civic club, if you go to a community center, if you go to a local church in your area that's hosting one of these things, it's free. It's two days. Okay. And you go, you take it, take the test, and then you get certified. But what what we're trying to do is do it towards the end of March to where turkey season starts. Mm -hmm. And we're going to encourage fathers and sons or fathers and someone else or, you know, guys to take someone else that just got their hunter safety course taken. Go out on on a turkey hunt. Having a mentor. Having a mentor, you, you know. And, um... And so that's a that's a solution that I've seen that we're going to try to do, you know, in in the sense of we're not just going to talk about it and be like, man, you know, hunter recruitment's down and and, and retention and all this stuff. Okay, well, you can sit over there and complain about it all you want, but until you try to be a voice to solve some things and bring some solutions to problems, if all you bring is problems, then man, stop talking. Yeah, you know. But if you want to bring some solutions, if you want to sit down and have a forum with somebody, if you want to sit down over coffee somewhere and talk about some solutions to hunter stuff, the first thing we got to do is look in the mirror and and say to ourselves, okay, well, who did I take hunting this yeah. year? You know, and then after that, okay, how can I change that? And then also, what can I do in my community to help change that? And the South's a little bit different in the sense of you know it's more of a lifestyle culturally here, but but even here, you know, it's it's still hunter numbers are. Everywhere they're starting to go down mm. because, and this is just my own personal opinion, we have a lot of grandfathers that are passing on that passed it down that are not here anymore um, or a mentor, okay? And we, me and you, we don't know how to be mentorees. Yeah. And and they say that being a mentor is a three-year process. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is like anything. Mm-hmm. Anything, dude. I mean, the mentor is the one that's teaching and inspiring this, this other person. Mm-hmm. Is that the mentee? I think so. Is that what the right word? Yeah. Um, they're they're the ones that are doing that. So you have to take it on on yourself. It's an investment. Yeah, it's an investment. It's an investment, man, with a huge payoff. Yeah, yeah, a massive payoff. Yeah. One one of the things that caught my attention with that NWTF stuff, getting the hunter head, was I saw a picture on their website. You can go to Alabama's um, 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 website for that or chapter, and he had a picture. The guy did. Of a of a sports team, I think it was is it the baseball team or or a basketball team that was going on a a dove shoot or you know going turkey hunting or whatever. They all got their they all got their hunter edu- education done. As their coach reached out and said, "Hey, we want to get this done for them because we want them to know how to handle firearms safely." Okay, and and we want them to have the opportunity to go and experience all that the outdoors have to offer. Now, this was like a high school baseball coach that said this. Okay. And if I can just say it, he's got the right perspective. He's not just teaching how to hit a ball, throw a ball, wins and losses. Okay, he's teaching them how to be a well-rounded human being. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we need. 
That's we 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 need to shift from man. If if, if I take them, oh gosh, they're going to ruin my hunt and it's going to be terrible. It's going to be all this stuff. Well, you are the person that's ruining the whole, the hunting culture. And and I know it's t- hard to say, tough to hear because we've we and there's been seasons where I've been like that, where it's like, man, I, I'm going to grind because I got this big deer on camera and it's going to be yeah. me, you know, and and I'm going to get it. And you, but also when you get like that. And I think we've all been there at times where we, we get so singular driven on killing the big deer that we forget we have a wife and kids. Yeah. We have a job. Not just a job. We ha- we have a job as a mentor to take someone with us as well. But, hey, go kill that big buck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you know, I, that's, that's my conviction as well mm-hmm. is that, uh, you know, I need to do better at that. Yeah. And uh, – can can I ask you a question about that? Because you took a guy recently, Alex. Mm-hmm. How was that? Well, Alex isn't a new deer hunter. No, I, I know he's relatively new. So let me but say that new. He's, he kind of newer to the public game. Yeah, newer. Yeah, yeah, he's newer to the public land game. That was his second deer to kill on public land. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it on podcast or not. But we didn't really. But uh, we did a. I took him out during doe days to one of my hot spots mm-hmm. and um that weren't seeing any deer which is right dumb because the day before i'd seen like seven or eight does mm-hmm. within a few minutes of each other and uh i went out that day with him and i was like talking it up man this place is awesome covered yeah. in deer we didn't see any deer so i ended up getting down and did a drive you can watch this video on, on the YouTube. youtube channel yeah. but i did a drive through a bedding area just me ended up pushing a deer but your reaction him. was your reaction was everything because you right. were just ex, as, as excited. Dude, when I heard that shot ring out after I jumped those does and they went straight to him, holy cow. Yeah. Like, to me, mm-hmm. in that moment, it was better than if I would have killed a doe. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Because we were out there to kill does. Like, I was going to drop yeah. the first doe. Thin the herd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot yeah. of does out there. <laughs> And, uh, and so I was, I was ready to do to just put the hurting on the doe population that day and didn't happen. But when, when I went over to him and it we got to, it and it was laying there, I saw a look on his face, you know, he hadn't, there's only a second deer on public land. He killed one last year. A yeah. doe. And we go out and, and do that. And I got to be there and experience that. And definitely it was a different, um, different type of hunt. You know, I had never done a drive yeah. that worked out like that you know especially not one man right and uh just everything the reaction he was so excited i was excited yeah dude when you go and share success share success with somebody or the even the experience you share the experience dude i have killed a lot of bucks that were not as special of a moment as mm-hmm. that one was yeah and i don't even know i don't honestly it's the first time me and alex have ever hunted together right um the reason i know alex is because the very first Southern Ground giveaway that we did, an Onyx giveaway, mm-hmm. two years ago, he won. Yeah. And we ended up meeting up at Zaxby's yeah. so I could give it to him. Yeah. And uh, and that's how I met Alex. Like, yeah. That's how, that's how I know him. Which is social media for the good. Mm-hmm. So it, it does have its... I know, guys, we've been talking a lot about the negative part of it, but there is really, really good parts to it. Let me tell you this, too. I, it, this, was a, this was a thing for me, and I know Alex will listen to this. He listens to them, to all of them. It was a hard thing for me to take somebody into this spot, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, because I found this spot. It's a very secret spot. Like, mm-hmm. 
I, I joke about it, but I don't think anybody's hunted it since the Indians. Yeah. Because it's just a hard spot to get to. Like, when I say hard, I mean, like, it's very difficult to find. Mm-hmm. That's I'll leave it at that. Um, I've never seen any sign of people yeah. ever. Like, not even old people sign. Yeah. There's just, there's not any hunters there. Mm-hmm. And the, the deer population that's in there will prove that. Right. And so it was really, but I wanted to go selfishly. I'm like, if I'm going to go for doe days, I want to go to this spot. Mm-hmm. But crap, I'm going to have to take somebody with me. Right. Because I, we had talked about me and Alex going. But then eventually I was like, you know what? Who cares? It's just a deer. Like, if he goes out and shoots a giant buck, why did he shoot that giant buck? Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Because I took him to the spot. Right. I get a lot out of that. Right. Like, I can share a lot of that success with Alex. Mm-hmm. Because I took him to that spot. You can share the success with somebody you take out for the first time, even if they go in and shoot your giant. Yeah. That's that's you. Yeah. Like, you had a lot to do yes. with that. Yes. I'm not trying to downplay Alex as a hunter or anything like that. Nothing like that. No. But I wanted to see him go out and be successful. And and I got ended up being just a, feeling just as successful yeah. as he, he yeah. did. Well, it, guys, is it, it really is learning how to celebrate others. Yeah. I mean, it really is looking at someone else and going, man, I don't care if I've had that deer on camera for two years. Yeah. You know, congrats, bro. That's that's incredible. Great job. Awesome. And like truly meaning it. Not like, yeah, man, good job. You, Yeah. I, you you come one time to the club, and you, you know, as my guests, and you kill them. Yeah. Woohoo. Great. You know? Yeah. And you're secretly. And you're secretly like you're fuming, yeah. you know? That doesn't do anybody any good i'm guilty of it i've been there before okay so I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not trying to be holier than now you know i've been there i've taken buddies every time i took a guy from my baseball team growing up he'd be like hey man can i go hunting his dad's didn't hunt i would we'd be sharing stories or whatever he'd be like, can, can i go i'm like yeah man sure every time he'd go <laughs> and he'd kill a deer like and it, it was a buck and i'd be because every time and and it's like you know it, it got to the point where it was almost comical because I'm like, hey, man, you want to go? He goes, yeah. You know, I'm three for three. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know but, you are. Eh, that's great. That's great. But I, mean, I was immature, and that's what it is. Yeah. You know, that's that's immaturity. That's that's having a selfish view or perspective on hunting. Well, we're naturally selfish. Naturally. Like that's, In everything. And, that, and that's where I want to get up on the soapbox. So when I texted you. When I texted you, yeah, just put the soapbox down. I just, I just put it down. When I texted you yesterday, the day before, whenever, and it was like, hey, I want to do a soapbox episode because I got a lot of things I want to say. I got a lot There's of, no tactics in this one, guys. I got a lot of feelings, Drew, <laughs> that I need to get out. I just have a lot of feelings right now. Um, recently, uh, like we talked about, Tethered released the Phantom mm-hmm. saddle. Now, um, people make jokes about saddle hunters or the crossfitters and vegans of the hunting industry. Yeah. Like diapers but, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. People, people laugh at us and mostly because it's true. It's like, you know how you know somebody's a saddle hunter because they've probably already told you. Yeah. Like right. we, we talk about it a lot and yeah. I catch myself doing it. Even at ATA, I was looking at certain products that could be beneficial for saddle hunting. I was looking at a little, um, 20 inch axle axle bow, uh, which from a company called Alien Archery. Alien. I was okay. I was trying, to and it wasn't that. the gearhead, but it looks very similar. And like within ten seconds of the conversation, well, you know, I'm a saddle hunter, so that's that's why I like this shorter axle to axle bow or whatever. And so, um, so t- anyways, Tethered released this this saddle, 
And the other thing that's unique about the saddle hunting community is that we're very, we're all pretty dang brand loyal. Very territorial. Yes. Um, you got some guys who are, who who love Arrow Hunter, love mm-hmm. the company, whatever. You got some guys who love Tethered. You got some guys who love Trophy Line. You got some guys who love H2 saddles. You got some guys who love JX3. So, mm-hmm. like, there's just so many. Now, yeah. there's a lot of companies coming out that mm-hmm. are creating saddles and honestly for the most part they're all good yeah like they're all good saddles yeah there's even a lot of uh, major companies in the hunting industry that are looking more mobile now right because of you know some do a better job than others some some do some it kind of failed yeah on their 12 pound sticks or whatever they are yeah yeah four pounds each four pounds each yeah well keep trying summit so um but uh, but but hawk hawk did their cut sticks their 20 inch sticks yep Excellent. I mean, there's a lot of companies that are XOP, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. I mean, like, yeah. you, so you, you have a lot of it. But saying all that, to your point, we get very territorial. It's yeah. like I can only use this stuff. I can only, and it's the only stuff. It's the only stuff good. ever, and it's oh. And and so the thing that I that I've been noticing this past week, and, and not not just this past week, but just specifically with the release of the Phantom. Is you got a lot of people who want to say things. They mm-hmm. they want to talk. They want to get their opinion out there, um, and then it turns into dude just uh, bickering mm-hmm. and just stuff that just makes it look bad. And when you're talking about hunter recruitment, who wants to be a part of a football team, right? That argues with each other the whole time. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Who wants to be? Let, let's put it in terms for me and you. Like, who wants to be a part of a church staff? That can't get along. Who wants to be a part of a team? That Hold on. I'll go even further than that. Who wants to go to a church where exactly all you do is bicker and argue and fuss at one another? Nobody. Who Who wants to work at at a company or a business where all you do is bicker and argue and fuss at one another? Mm-hmm. Because it's true, guys. Like people leave jobs not because of a job. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. It's the people. I I would be turned away from the saddle hunting community mm-hmm. if I was a new saddle hunter right now and had not used a saddle. Parker, say it again for the people in the back, what you just said I right there. I would be there. turned away. Yep. I would be turned off. I don't want to be a part of this group. This group sucks. They can't even get along with each other. What people have to realize is that we are part of the hunting team. <laughs> like, we are the hunting culture. Oh, gosh. We're one group. Oh, if and... I had a hanky, I'd wave it. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if we can't even get along with each other, then we're going to destroy ourselves from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, it's a, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And... When it comes back to crossbows or or rifles or traditional or compound mm-hmm. bows, whatever, or you wear Sitka camo, yeah, well, I wear First Light, well, I wear Scree, well, I wear, you don't need none of that crap. Y'all are stupid and gay because you like that stuff, and I like Walmart camo. And you shoot Corlocks, well, I'm shooting, you got to maybe invest in your, like, dude, the arguments are so endless, I could pull it up, I could look at Facebook right now and within five seconds, I could find an argument mm-hmm. of some guy just being a total tool. <laughs> bad person. Bad person. 
to somebody else that is exactly like them. I know. That's a part of the same team, a part of the same, for lack of better terms, what should be a family of mm-hmm. people. And they're just going at each other's throats, man, like like insulting their families, mm-hmm. insulting their personalities. Yeah. Like, it is ugly. Yeah. It is not something I want to be a part of. No. And they are destroying it. Yeah. They are killing it. I have been guilty. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. There is a large difference between criticism, constructive constructive feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if somebody were to release something that I thought was lacking, like the Summit mm-hmm. sticks, they missed the mark. The sticks kind of suck. But kudos, man. We're part of the same family. Mm-hmm. We love to deer hunt. I'm not going to say you and your children suck because no. you can't make a good no. climbing stick. You make great climbers. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I mean, it, it, we we have to some, and you've heard me say it on the podcast, if you listen any amount of time, guys, we have to come to a, a place maturity-wise as a human being where we can recognize I can honor you and still disagree with you. Yeah. I, I can still look at you as a human being and say, we man, we don't agree on the way we hunt, how we hunt, or anything like that. Fine. But we're still part of the hunting family and the hunting team. So if you ask me a question or, or, or about an opinion, okay, I'm going to give that to you. But that doesn't mean that I dishonor you. I disagree with you. Great. Okay. But... It's like we got a bunch of three year olds sitting behind, you know, Dude, keyboards that that are like, you know, a a a new product releases, and like the first comment is always like, yeah, but it's not as good as this, and it'll never be because man, this and it's like, hey man, learn how to celebrate, learn how to honor. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one thing if somebody asks, yeah. what's the difference between an arrow hunter saddle and a tethered saddle? Mm-hmm. Put your freaking opinion. Yeah, put you it. Got, you've got the ability put it. to post it, but do not go at people. Like, don't go at their throats, man. Man, it, every time that I see a guy on a forum post, he, he goes, hey, what's wrong with my form? And he shows a picture of him shooting. And he's like, he goes, hey, y'all, is my form all right? Like, I don't even read comments. <laughs> no, you're gay. Because now, people say be, crap be, like that. Because it's like. Man, here's a guy, and 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 to be honest, most of them, if you ask them, they're probably newer hunters, you know, that just gotten into it, and or they got a new bow, and like they're just trying trying it out, and they're seeing their form and everything, and then you just see guys just start bashing each other because one guy would be like, "Well, your elbow is this," and then the next comment would be like, "No, you don't need to do that at all. Like that's terrible advice. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up." And it's like, and, and it's not the it's not the disagreement. It's the it's the presentation yeah it's like this is social media if we were i'll say this people are the worst version of themselves on social media and behind the wheel of a car like i have never been in the mall and accidentally bumped into somebody and they flipped me off Mm -hmm. never happened yeah like it takes a very extreme person Mm -hmm. to do that like it's never happened to me now behind the wheel of a car if you go and cut somebody off not even bad. Like you're gonna get flipped off. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I could. We could go out and drive around for a couple minutes and probably get flipped off yeah. by not doing anything that really put anybody's lives in danger. But people are people because they know oh, I'm probably never gonna have to see that person again. Right. That they they're that way on social media. It's the exact same way. Keyboard warriors, man. Keyboard warriors, and and I would 
I, I have been guilty of it myself mm-hmm. probably when social media first came out. Um, and to some people, you know, the other day I, I said something about a certain product on, mm-hmm. on Facebook and cause somebody was asking an opinion and I said something and it offended somebody pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if that person's listening to this, I'll take this moment to publicly apologize. I didn't mean it any, in any way they, if they are listening to this, which they're probably not, but, um, it, it, it wasn't supposed to be an offensive, mm-hmm. a, an offensive comment at all. Basically. I ended the whole thing by saying, you know, hey, that's the good thing about saddle hunting is a lot of people are different. Mm-hmm. We have different builds. We have different desires, different likes. There's a lot of options right now. This is great. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. That's a good thing. I want to promote hunting. I want to promote the sport. I don't care what you use. I would like it for people to use tethered stuff because we worked closely with tethered. But I'm not going to judge a person's personality by the type of freaking saddle they sit in no or say things about their family or degrade them personally degrade them as a human because they're sitting in a different type of saddle i don't care like go out and have a good time the thing that i don't like though and the thing that makes me really mad is when people do that crap Mm -hmm. and they go by they go they judge they, they just totally degrade people and i don't like that and um if i've done that uh, unknowingly, if somebody's listening, is like, well, freaking pot calling the kettle black. Right. If I've done that unknowingly, I apologize because that's not my, never my intention. I want to, I want to be the, the guy that, mm-hmm. you know, promotes the sport of hunting. Yeah. And um, whether or not I use rage broadheads or, you know, uh, annihilator broadheads or, or BPAs yeah. or what, like the type of broadhead should, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, and I, I'm going to botch this quote, but he said, uh, I think it was the I Have a Dream, mm-hmm. where he said that people won't be judged by, my kid. I think he said, my children won't be judged by the color of their skin, but the content, content of, their of their character. Like, I, I have a dream. I, mm-hmm. I, I long for a day when people won't be judged by the broadhead that they use, but by the content content of their character that by the i mean this is this is how ridiculous we're we're, we're mm-hmm. talking about these conversations are like martin luther king was going through legitimate <laughs> problems he, yeah he was not he was not concerned about how big the deer was he was going to kill on the weekend <laughs> no he was going he was concerned that his kids would be judged by the color of their skin and these people on facebook and instagram and social media and youtube are like judging people and Bashing the content of their character by the way that they hunt. Yeah, yeah, and it, because it's that immaturity coming back into play and not having the long view of things in the sense of, um, okay, if if I help build the hunting community, it'll help build my brand. We have so many people and businesses and brands that like if I build my brand, it'll build the hunting community. Yeah, and if you have that, then it's like I'm going to bash all others because I look at them as competition, and and. And and I get it. It's it. I mean, it's called the. It's there. There's the term the hunting industry, you know, which we don't even know what that. I mean, what is that, you know? But um, basically, I I think it's ATA, you know, in the it, sense it of is. like of it's trying to create products, different things like that. Well, um, it's is in my opinion, you can't build it that way, because then if you try, then it's like well, then but. I'm doing this and I'm only concerned about building my brand. You know, I, I had a, um, a, a guy tell me one time, one, one of my mentors, he was like, man, he goes, if you help serve and build another person's dream, 
He goes, your dreams will come to pass. That's good. You know, and it's like, okay, well, so if I help build the hunting community where it's more important about taking someone out and introducing them to hunting than it is about, you know, pushing a certain saddle or a certain scent blocker or a certain arrow or bow. If, if I push that more than my product, my product will eventually get pushed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to push that. And, and what it does is it, it injects your character into the, it injects it into the hunting industry, mm-hmm. right? It injects it into the hunting community. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we all need to be challenged on that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I and I say this hesitantly because there's some people that I don't want them to inject their personality into the hunting community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the one thing that I do believe is I, I think good wins always mm-hmm. do. Like, yeah. there's some some places where bad is uh, dominant, but mm-hmm. I think I think for the most part. Everybody in the hunting industry is good. I don't think they're bad. Mm. I don't even these gimmicky products. I don't think they're bad. These are people trying to make a living. They've got a they've got a product, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make a living, make it work, make it quote unquote make it in the hunting hunting industry, which is a hard thing to do. And and so you know, I don't judge the content of their character right. by that. It's just not for me. And it's so much easier. It's so liberating to say that's just not for me right right like uh summit viper it's just not for me mm-hmm. somebody wants to hunt out of a summit viper i'm sure they're probably good a good person yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah. what what one of my good friends has a summit it's killed more deer out of a summit than probably uh people will in their whole entire life I killed a lot of deer out of a summit. you know if and people judged me when i was in a summit i yeah, like, and, that's, and you always start somewhere. I don't want to go off too much on a rabbit trail no, on no, on don't. Summit, but like just just the different products that I saw and the the personalities that I that I saw. I think I, I'm encouraged by the fact that we had this conversation mm-hmm. at this show. Um, I'm discouraged because there wasn't a ton of people in there, but I think that the people in there are influential enough mm-hmm. to do something to make a dent in this, and so. I wanted to do this podcast as as a soapbox, kind of, in a lot of ways, but also to encourage people listening to this and challenge to do better. Right. Just be challenge I, I, challenge us challenge Southern Ground. Yeah, challenge to, like yeah, hold us accountable to do better. To do better. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna try. Like mm-hmm. I want to do better at this because I want to see this community flourish. I want to see it thrive. I want to see hunting survive. I want to. I love it. Right. Uh, Dan. Dan got very passionate mm-hmm. at the at the uh, ATA show. Dan Johnson, mm-hmm. and he said, "This is my life. This is what I love. Bow hunting is is who I am, and it, it's very important." He said, "In a lot of a lot of a lot of very like it was a very good moment in mm-hmm. this meeting because it kind of." It kind of opened the door for guys to be a little bit more vulnerable, mm-hmm. uh, and and he did a he did an excellent job of that, and it opened up the conversation a lot more to be a lot more serious, as in like this is my life, mm-hmm. and for Dan, Dan does this full time, like, right? This is full time job now. This is my life. Yeah. If I didn't have this, yeah, I don't know what I would do because it's my life, it's my passion, and I love it. Right. And but, and it's also something if we. If we don't promote this 
in the sense of hunters mm-hmm. recruiting retaining like there's not a there's not a government model that's going to come in and say okay well we're going to support this so you don't really have to do anything yeah it's not going to happen and so if you wanted around from if if I wanted around for my kids and my kids kids then we we have to make sure that we conserve it preserve it promote it Make it enjoyable. Make it fun. I mean, it's, you know. If make it's, it fun. Make it fun. Make it fun. I think that is a key element to all this. If you're not having fun in the woods, if it's not fun to you, then don't do it. Yeah. Or figure out a way to make it fun again. Because probably most people who are who are doing it, at one point or another, it was fun. I've been guilty of mm-hmm. Crap! This just isn't even fun anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I want to make a YouTube video, because, so I can, yeah, you know, promote it and whatever. Like this, but it's not even fun right now. And that's another thing that I, I have challenged myself with this year is like just have fun, enjoy it. Yeah, don't put pressure on yourself. Go and enjoy it because if you're not having fun, then it's noticeable. Like yeah. the people that you try to take aren't going to have fun if you're not enjoying it. So right. go go out and have have yeah. fun. Yeah, just. Guys, if you want to go kill a spike and it's legal in your area to kill a spike, kill it. If you want to kill a 13-point, kill it. Just don't bash somebody for killing a spike. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think Or I think Or a small buck or, or or don't don't bash anybody, period. Yeah. Like, just don't, just don't, just actually be nice and kind and courteous of others. And it sounds like really kindergartenish because that's what I'm teaching my kindergartner right now. Right. She's five. It's like, Hey, be nice and kind to others. Yeah. Don't and poop in your pants. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's, and, um, and so, but making it fun, you know, I, I had a buddy that, um, he, he got into hunting and went and bought like all the most expensive stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that, but he's watching all these videos and his video said, this is what you had to do to be successful. So yeah. he went and bought all that stuff. Well, I, I take him hunting. And we go hunting, and he had he had a six point walkout on him, and this is Florida, okay, and he just let it walk. And I, so so we get back to the truck after the hunt. I'm like, hey man, did you see anything? Yeah man, I, I saw like a, a six point, a spike, and a doe. I'm like, you didn't shoot? <laughs> and he's like, well no man. He goes, I've, I've been watching these videos, and like, man, they're shooting really big deer. Like the body size wasn't even comparable. I'm like, bro. They paid twenty five hundred dollars for a hunt in Iowa. Yeah. Okay. This is the Florida Panhandle. Shoot the six point, you know. And but and 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 I asked him like, "What did you have fun?" He goes, "Well, I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, to see the deer. It's like I would, I would like to shoot something." I'm like, you know, but but culture is pushing people in that. Culture is pushing people and, to say this is what you have to shoot. This is what <laughs> culture is determining your success. Don't let don't let culture do that. Yeah, in anything. Anything. In anything that you do. Anything. Don't let culture influence the way that you vote. Don't let culture influence the way that you do anything. Anything. And hunting is that. So I want to I wanna finish out this podcast. You getting off the soapbox? Yeah, I'm getting off. Okay. I about, I'm jumping off the soapbox. I cut my finger yeah, on that broadhead. On that broadhead right there. Whew. But I'll tell you this. If you use that broadhead, you, use you that ain't broadhead, crap. by God, it goes right through and sticks in the ground on the other <laughs> side. So I want to end this podcast with a challenge or a couple of challenges actually challenge number one is take somebody yes take somebody outside just just share it with somebody whether it's your kid whether it's your friend whether it's your father-in-law mother-in-law 
whoever it is, anybody that has interest, take somebody. And guys, and- also with that, deer season's ended in most of the, most parts. We're 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 unique. We're we're gonna hunt for a little bit longer. But after that, man, after deer season, take them out shed hunting. Take them out. Take them out coyote hunting. Take them out small game hunting. Go yeah. pop some squirrels. Go pop some turkeys. You know, great thing about turkeys is that you can walk and talk. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when now when time comes, you know, you, you got. But like, it's a great time. Don't and that and that's where I'm guilty of. I think I can just only do deer hunting. Like I can only take my kids deer hunting. You know, I'm like, shoot, man, we could go out and pop some coyotes and shoot a lot and shoot some squirrels or mm-hmm. just take somebody outside. Yeah. I, I mean, most of the time, those people have probably not done anything even remotely close to that. Yeah. And it's fun. I yeah. Mean, it is fun. Um, challenge number two is uh, when you're on social media, don't be the person we're talking about. And a good way to a good way to not be that. And we're not going to – there's going to pe- be people who, Always. who get on your ever-loving nerve because you want to say you're, you're wrong – you're stupid. You're an idiot. Like, I think that all the time about people. But that doesn't mean I actually say it. Um, don't just don't say it. If you if you go to put your hands on the keyboard or on your phone or whatever it is you're looking at, and what you're about to say is going to make you feel really really good, and you know it's going to make the other person feel really really bad, or it's just going to yeah keep a negative conversation going, just stop. Yeah, you're a really small Just man if you have it. to build yourself up by cutting others down. You're yep. a really small individual. Yep. So that's challenge number two. Drew, you have any challenges? No, man, you you hit it, man. Take somebody that, out. Yeah. Just, just just take somebody out. If he's three years old, take him out. If she's 18 years old, if he's 42 and never been, take him out. Just take him out. I think the, the next challenge, the, the last challenge I would have is to promote – Promote hunting. Mm-hmm. Promote hunting. Like, yeah. promote the experience of it. Yeah. I think also, to go along with that, put some creative thought in how to be a solution and not just a problem. Yeah. Like, how, whatever that might be in your community, you know, go to, go, go to your pastor, go to, go to your mayor, go to you. Go to your local um, 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 NWTF chapter. Backcountry hunters and anglers. Backcountry hunters and anglers. Like find just and and if even if it's just uh, the, and and don't worry about doing something so big. Like don't be a man, man. I want a hundred people to come to our event. If five people come, if <laughs> if five people come, that's worth it. You know. And so, uh, but just figure out ways to to bring solutions. You know. Yeah, there's yeah. um, I know in our in at least in our area. There's um, there's local high schoolers, or local middle school and high school that have archery teams. You know, it's it's, it's a great way. You can go to your a school principal and be like, hey, um, do you think are you would you be interested in starting an, an, an archery team here? And what's really cool is that it's one of the biggest um, sports that we have, and and it's Matthews Genesis bows. Okay, which you can also contact them and talk to them and see if they can cut you to do it. Because Matthews does, they do that often because they yeah. see the value of if I can get a bow in a kid's hand, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, there's a good chance that they're going to end up with a bow in their hand when they're older. Yeah, or every other year when they release a new bow. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it, it is a it is a shown up investment, for, mm-hmm. like good investment for them. Yeah. Because I mean, it you, is. You get somebody started in archery at a young age, and and loving it, mm-hmm. 
then they're going to keep buying bows. Yeah, do a turkey shoot. Do a do a clay pigeon shoot. You know, saddle meetup day. Saddle meetup day. That. Um, we mobile meetup day. Um, um, public lands pickup. Yeah, public land pickup. Public land challenge, dude. Mm-hmm. It it takes no, it takes hardly any effort for you to get on a forum and say to somebody, hey. This weekend, we're going to, I'm just using an example, we're going to Fort Smith, WMA, and we're going to see who, um, how everybody does. And we're going to have a big meetup. It'd be awesome. You and I don't have to plan that. Yeah. Like, we, we, that's the other thing, too. Like, we keep waiting for someone else to do something. Okay? Well, someone else doesn't have an address, and they're dead. Yeah. Okay? All right? You are the someone. Do something. Yeah. Just do something. Just do it. Just do it. You've seen the Shia LaBeouf video that it. he did in front of the green screen a couple Just years ago. Do it, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, what did you say? Yesterday you said tomorrow. <laughs> Just do Just it. Just do it. So that's all I got. I, I wanted. I, I hope you guys listening to this um, leave inspired. I hope and they encouraged. leave encouraged and convicted. Just and, like you. And, yeah, and if they're if if you're not doing I've been. this, I hope you are. In in a way, I hope you're convicted. And I want you to be inspired to to do something. Mm-hmm. Like do something to change this. It's not going to change on its own. It's not going to change with a podcast and a forum that we did at ATA show with a bunch of people who already knew what the problem was. Yeah. And also, guys, don't worry about don't worry about having all the answers, or don't don't worry about. Well, I'm not I'm not qualified enough to go take somebody in the woods. Okay. If you've been in the woods once, take somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, even if you haven't been in the woods, just take somebody. Yeah. I mean, you can learn from them. They can learn from you. Don't worry about having, and that's the other thing too. We see all these big name celebrities like, well, I can't, I don't have all the knowledge. I haven't killed all the deer. Okay. Some of the best deer hunters I know don't kill a lot of deer. Yeah. But it goes back to what I deem as success. If I deem success as having a wall of mounts, okay, rather than someone who's introduced literally generations of people to hunting and hunting culture and industry. Okay. Who's more successful? Yeah. You know, which hunter do you want to be? You could be both actually, you know? And so it just goes back to what do you deem as success? Is is it filling the tags every year or is it, Hey, like this year I haven't killed one buck. Okay. But I would say it's been my most successful season because I introduced my little boy to hunting for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. And 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 that lives forever, dude. Ever. Ever like I yes I want to kill some bucks, I've run them over with my truck. I want to kill some bucks, you know. But at the end of the day, you, you did you did kill a buck. I did. He yeah he he's he's about like that, you know. <laughs> um, jumped out in front of my tundra, um, and so two thousand grain bullet, and so um, um, <laughs> and so uh, but. I could look at it, and part of me has. But I'm like, man, this is I'm frustrated, and I just want to give up and, and go back to the bow. But then I have to step back and go, okay. The most successful season I've had because I've introduced my little man to deer hunting and he's seen deer from the tree stand and he got excited about it. Yeah, it's priorities, man. It is. What's your priority? What's your what's your goal? And and so uh, that's really all I've got for this. We we have interrupted your regular regularly scheduled tactic talk to bring you a very important message um, that. Yeah, I think it's valuable. Yeah. I think it's valuable to, to, and probably more important than how to find that, buck beds. Exactly, in a and see that—that's the thing. If if people start to turn this off because I said it's not really a tactic episode, and you're like, "Well, that's all I'm on here for," okay? 
you're the one that needs to hear it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we, we, we always strive to be honest on the Southern Ground podcast, right. you know. And so if if all you look for is is product reviews and um, um, tactics, there's nothing wrong with those. We're going to do some of those. I mean, that's that's fine. But at the end of the day, if we can introduce someone new to hunting and they can introduce someone new to hunting and it, it just expounds, that's success. Mm-hmm. That's success. I agree. So... Drew, you got anything else, man? Um, I want to go kill a deer. I do want to kill another deer. I do want to do that. Yes. All of that being said, I would love to kill another deer. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about just taking my little girl with me every single time so that I can have the excuse of like, well, she was with me, so I shot her. <laughs> she was with me. It's so, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, 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 I really want to kill another one. I would love to, I'd love to kill one with little man, you know? Yeah. Um, and which means, you know, probably hunting out of a box blind, um, yeah. which I'm totally fine with, you know, but uh, just just because he's so eager to see one hit the dirt. Like, I mean, he's just he's just like, Dad, can we shoot her? Can we shoot her? I'm like, no, son, that's against the law. You know, and so um, so he's, he's like, he, law? Who's yeah, he's law. Like, what, what does that law? mean? You're what is, law, Dad. What does You're that mean? You're six foot two and yeah. 200 pounds. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. This is that's the thinnest I've been in a really long, since probably the sixth grade. So, <laughs> uh, yep. I I am. Uh, you may see me running around posting pictures of a spike that I kill next. If if it, and that's this is where I'm gonna kind of end with is I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this fun. I want I'm gonna go back to. Um, I've killed good bucks this year. I've killed a couple good ones and mm-hmm. one really good one. Yeah, and uh, and you know it's been great and I've I've loved it. It's been one of the best seasons I've had, um, and it was fun. Like it was, yeah. Yeah, I did have fun, but uh, I'm I want to I want it to be not based on what I think somebody else is going to say or think or do, yep. but based on man, am I enjoying this? Mm-hmm. Am I am I having a good time? It's my family. Hate? Do they hate me because I'm so concentrated on this? That's the other thing too, man. Like, you could kill three buck tag, or you could fill three buck tags and kill a handful of does, and your kids don't know who you are, yeah. and your wife hates you, and then yeah. then you have to ask yourself, is that success? Right. That's I mean, another, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother we, podcast. We've already done that podcast. Yeah, we, we've already <laughs> done that podcast. You know, um, and with 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 my little girl starting kindergarten I take her to school well school's at 730 yeah but ain't a lot of killing gonna happen so I mean but so I made a choice that I would rather take her to school than go kill a deer yeah it's a choice now I I've, I've, I've gone after it and, and, and there's no big deal but I've also been in the place too where I, I went I went all or nothing I'm gonna kill this deer and that's it and everything got jacked up, but hey, I killed the deer. You, you know what I remember that about that season? Not the deer I killed. I remember how hard it was on my marriage. Yeah. You know, that's true, man. Like, like that's that's true. what I remember. I don't I don't I don't remember the seven point or the eight point. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Golly, it, it was a struggle bus. Yeah. You know. And but hey, if that's you, you, you have to decide what's important to you. Yeah, man. I'm done preaching. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Hopefully next week we'll be back to the uh, tactic talk. And Hopefully we can tell a story about putting a deer on the ground. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. That would be great. But, um, you know, I, I feel I felt inclined that we need to do this. So 
Drew, thanks for coming here and yeah, man. listening to my soapbox. And yeah, guys, man. appreciate you. If you're still listening, uh, <laughs> if you're still listening to this episode, I appreciate it. I, I want to encourage you. I'm not trying to get on to you. I'm not trying to oh, do no. anything, anything like that. I just I want to see this community thrive. I want to see it be better. I want to see it live up to its potential. Yeah. And it, I mean, hunting has the hunting has the potential to do so much has a potential to like for me it's created such a great relationship mm-hmm. with my dad mm-hmm. i have a great relationship probably the best relationship than anybody i know with their dad because mm-hmm. of hunting like uh, and i want to see that for everybody yeah there's no reason for anything different and we have the opportunity to be that and to do that and and i want to do our part man i want to i want to i want you guys who are listening to this to be able to um go out and do that yeah like honor be nice be kind kindergarten stuff man yeah be successful yeah yeah you'll be and in, in by successful i don't mean shoot big bucks no we all can't be chased yeah whatever whatever chased. yeah whatever i'm think i was thinking about going and writing him a hateful letter on facebook but <laughs> i decided not to um all right so if you are going to be out in the woods late season hunting Whatever you're doing this time, seven degrees scouting, out, <laughs> getting wet in the rain, whatever you're doing, just remember that God has given you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We will talk to you next time. <laughs>